Hello, my name is Victor Vasquez and I am sitting in a room. At the beginning of this recording, I set a timer for one hour. Until it goes off, I am not allowed to look at the timer. For the next 60 minutes, I will be talking uninterrupted. Nobody will speak to me during this hour. I may not listen to music, watch, or read anything during this hour. I may move and stand if I wish, but must stay with an earshot of the microphone at all times. There are no guidelines for what I must talk about, but it is suggested that I begin by describing the room around me. This is the end of my written prompt. Okay, putting my phone down. Great. All right, let's let's start describing this room. So I'm currently sitting in my bedroom, um, currently on my bed. My my laptop is in front of me. The uh, the microphone is to the left. Um, all right, let's just start with what's in front of me. So my room is a rectangularly shaped pretty pretty big room at least for for new york city standards um i live in brooklyn it's pretty pretty cool in flatbush brooklyn shout out brooklyn <laughs> i guess um anyway so right in front of me is a dresser black dresser um i keep a lot of my clothes in there the stuff that i don't feel like hanging up like um t-shirts sweatpants uh sweaters underwear all that stuff socks obviously um but like my button downs jackets jeans and all that are in my closet the closet is to the right um it's a walk-in closet which is really awesome right there at the at the entrance is hamper for for dirty clothes looking in i can see um, on the hangers, I see a lot of my patterned shirts. I'm a big fan of patterned shirts. I like cool designs on my clothes. I'm a big fan of that. Um, stored in that closet is also a lot of uh, my sister's stuff. My sister um, was going to school in Long Island, uh, but left because of COVID. Um, and she just decided to do the rest of the year online. So she's been staying with our parents in Florida, but her stuff had to be moved out of her dorms. And, you know, we could stash it here. Why, you know, pay for uh, a storage unit when we could just, I have room. It's not that much stuff. So I just can keep her stuff here. Um, also on the closet, there is, um, there's this little bar with like some hooks and stuff in there. Um, this is gonna sound very nerdy, but I have a lot of. Well, I have I have some hats. I have hats, but I also have superhero masks, Star Lord and Spider Man, to be to be exact. I think there's also a Batman one. Um, I'm a big nerd. Um, uh, by the rest of the description of the room, you'll be able to tell. Um, because yeah, I mean, okay, going back to I guess just describing the room. Um, right in front of me on that same wall, uh, where the dresser is. Against. Um, well, on it is also my television, my TV, um, super awesome Samsung smart TV that my dad got me a few years ago. Um, but like right behind that on the wall is a big Marvel poster that has not every single Marvel character, but quite a lot of Marvel characters on there. I mean, right in front, we have the Avengers, um, all six original from, I guess, well, it's, it's a Marvel comics poster, so it's not really like the original six Avengers of the MCU, it's different from the original of the comics, but whatever, let's not get technical. <laughs> right, right from the start, you see Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye. Um, right there we see Ant-Man, the Wasp, Spider-Man, Miles Morales version of Spider-Man is there as well. What else we got? We got the Guardians of the Galaxy, Star-Lord, Drax, Groot, Rocket Raccoon, Gamora, Oh, over there we see uh, Black Panther, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones. We see Falcon right there, the Winter Soldier. Doctor Strange is chilling in the back. Let's see. There's a few villains towards the back as well. We see some Thanos. We see Ultron, Loki. Oh, look, there's Vision. Um, <laughs> this is going to sound so weird, so random. Um, whoever has to listen to this, my apologies for just listing a whole bunch of nerdy stuff. 
because that's all that's in my room. Um, yeah, okay, what else we got? We got War Machine, a few of the lesser-known properties. We got Moon Knight, uh, Nova. Who's that? Are those some, some Eternals, I think. Did I already say Ego, the Living Planet? I don't know, but he's there. Um, oh, look, the sun's coming up. That's nice. It's been cloudy and rainy um, most of the early part of today. It's currently 3.02 p.m. Um, and it was super overcast and like kind of rainy earlier, but that's great. And it's not anymore because once I'm done with this, I'm going to the gym. Didn't want to have to walk through rain. So that's great. Um, who else is on this poster? Oh, I see some Spider-Man villains, Venom, Kingpin, Doc Ock. Um, is a Green Goblin there? Probably. Oh, I see Ghost Rider. Uh, let's see. Anyway, Marvel. You get the gist. Um, but Okay, so that's big poster. Right next to it is a Rick and Morty poster. Um, it's not really a Rick and Morty poster as far as like it's not official merch. I bought it on Redbubble, but it's like a big space like... Like it's like you see like a galaxy, a whole bunch, but you see the silhouettes of Rick and Morty walking in front of them. Uh, so that's really cool. We have the drawing of Zuko from Avatar: The Last Airbender that I drew. God, I probably when I was in like high school and middle school, I found it um, back in my parents' house in Florida. And it's a really good drawing. I'm actually really proud of it. So I put it up on my wall because that's my favorite TV show of all time Avatar The Last Airbender and Zuko's my favorite character in that show I relate to him a lot um to the left of Zuko well my left it's all perspective but whatever we have uh some leftover uh memorabilia from when I did The Who's Tommy um two years ago my senior year of college at Marymount Manhattan College I'm a musical I was a musical theater major um I graduated. I am no longer a musical theater major. I would, I want to do musical theater as a career, but I am no longer a major since I'm no longer in school. <laughs> We're really getting into technicalities uh, during this recording, but that's cool. Um, anyway, so I have a tiny little poster says the Who's Tommy. Um, I think it was designed... I don't know who designed it. Maybe somebody from our crew, but it was given to all of us as a gift. Um, super nice. And then that's over the door to my room. And then right next to it um, is actually a prop from the show that I, I kind of, I didn't steal because we'd already finished it. And like, they're getting rid of stuff. And I was like, can I take this? They're like, yeah, sure, have it. Where it's this uh, newspaper. It's this newspaper that says Pinball Wizard Miracle Cure. Um, I don't know if anybody else got to keep that, but I was like, I'm not letting this go. I've taken this with me. This is too cool not to. Um, on that same wall, towards the other side, um, on top of the Rick and Morty poster, there is a little Green Day flyer. Old, very old Green Day flyer that I didn't get from a Green Day show. I got it actually from seeing uh, American Idiot done at Marymount. Um, a lot of my friends were in it, really good friend of mine, Kaylin Hughes, genius girl, uh, directed it. Um, such a great show. I love Green Day. American Idiot is one of the formative albums of my life. And the stage show is fantastic as well. So, and again, when they were taking down the set for that, there's a bunch of like posters and stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to take this. Because it's literally just a piece of paper. They're getting rid of the trashy stuff. So I was like, I'll take this. It's nice little, nice little uh, souvenir. Um, to the right of that, on top of the closet door frame, there's a poster for uh, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. And it's actually really ironic because that's not a movie I really like much. Um, I saw it in theaters twice and I, I enjoyed it at the time, but looking back on it, it's not, it's really not my favorite. I'm not going to get into like heated, uh, topics right now. I don't know who could be listening to this. I don't want to like offend anybody. 
I know there's a lot of people that love the sequels. I did too at one point. Um, <laughs> now the only one I kind of like is uh, The Force Awakens. The other two I'm not really a big fan of. Um, but whatever. I mean, I can talk about Star Wars opinions and stuff later on as soon as I finish describing the room because I want to get through this first and then then we can get into like opinions and stuff. But yeah, um, don't know why that's up. Probably because it's the only like Star Wars like poster or stuff like that that I have. Um, but that's fine. Again, let's just stick into that same wall. On the dresser in front of the television are it's a line of Funko Pops. Again, super nerdy guy. That's me. Um, they're all lined up. We got Star-Lord, Harley Quinn, the Joker, Luke Skywalker, Rick from Rick and Morty, Rick Sanchez. Right in the middle, we have a little Krusty Krab uh, miniature. Um, I got it from a pet store, but I'm a big SpongeBob fan. SpongeBob was my favorite thing growing up, and I still love it. So that's, I was like, yeah, I'm taking this. This is going to be decoration for, uh, for my room. Um, originally it was decoration for an old apartment I had with some friends. We called our apartment the Krusty Krab, so I figured we should have a Krusty Krab, but now it's just mine. Um, keeping going with the Funko Pops, we got Tony Stark and his Endgame gear from when they did the Time Heist. We have two different Batmans. Uh, one is the classic Batman black and gray outfit, and then the other one is kind of the Adam West well not really not necessarily Adam West but like the older blue and gray Batman um oh my god that's not a Funko Pop that's actually a little toy I got from a McDonald's Happy Meal when Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was in theaters um I wanted one of those little figures I had and it's Spider-Man Noir which is really funny he was voiced by Nick Cage in that movie and this is one of the funnier parts of that movie, even though that movie's full of funny stuff. What am I even saying? And then that's not a Funko Pop either. That's, oh my God, that's a little Burger King toy that I had when I was a child. I got that when Spider-Man 3 was in, was in theaters, 2007. I just kept it. Oh my God, wow. There's a little story to that guy too. Um, I think its gimmick was that like, it changed colors because that Spider-Man 3 is when he had the symbiote. Um, so he had the black suit. And I think that toy, if you put it in like cold water, it turns black. Because it's the red, it's red and blue, it's Spider-Man, but then it would turn black if it was put into really cold water. I don't know if it would still do that. Oh my god. It's been what 14? 14 years? That's crazy that is that is crazy um there's a little rocket raccoon miniature there that i got from a keychain um that i just have there for for fun um then also on the dresser we have two wands from harry potter i have a lot more wands back home in florida but i brought two just keep here with me um we have the elder wand and we have harry's wand um we also have the marauders map that's a good little thing and over there is also kylo ren's lightsaber um so yeah let's just keep going um on the wall to the right of me against oh on the the closet door we have a little beatles thing it's supposed to be like a drum like you know the front of like the, the bass drum um i actually got that from a drum set from rock band like the video game beatles rock band i got that when i was in middle school yeah and basically it was this box set that all the like instruments that you would play like the guitar was actually made to look like paul mccartney's bass which is super cool um the drum set had the beatles logo on it and i actually just have that because i'm big beatles fan huge beatles fan god um yeah but then against up that same wall on the top there's a line of small little posters i got from amazon excuse that that's just my computer i'm recording it it's getting me notifications but i'm not paying attention to that we got a line of them they're all like kind of not necessarily abstract but like 
russet kind of painting looking it's all but it's mcu stuff it's we have thor well what actually sorry hulk first but in his look from thor ragnarok the movie when he's on sakaar looks awesome then we have thor then we have doctor strange spider-man wearing the iron spider suit uh we got iron man of course classic captain america black widow black panther and ant-man ant-man doesn't get a lot of love but he deserves it because he's great i love paul run <laughs> um yeah so underneath that to the left there is a drawing really cool drawing of batman that some kid drew it kid that was friends with like a friend of mine and my friend just had the drawing and he gave it to me because he knows i love superheroes and batman um, and it's super cool. The Batman looks awesome. There's a bunch of bats and stuff behind it. It looks really, really cool. Um, next to that is a poster for Dead Poet Society that my sister got me because she knows that Robin Williams is my favorite actor. And that movie is beautiful. Um, God, I love that movie. Um, one of his best performances. Definitely, if you are into art and film anything like that i highly recommend that film one of my favorites to the right of that is a drawing that i made of if i were spider-man what would my suit look like and it's black with some red highlights the spider is blue it looks kind of similar to miles morales spider-man costume just made different made to feel a little bit more like me um this was done around the time spider-verse underneath there's a harry styles poster uh watermelon sugar if anybody saw that music video that music video is great it's awesome uh harry styles is one of my favorite artists love that guy big influence on like my sense of fashion and expressing myself like that i think he's definitely broken down a lot of norms as far as like what guys can do and just softening masculinity like i i can't even begin to explain he this guy's awesome and you know, since I've been uh, like a bigger fan of his, I've started painting my nails and like just wearing things that, you know, maybe I didn't wear before because I was like, yeah, I don't know. But I think, no, just expressing yourself through fashion and through all that. It's so cool. And it's so much fun. Um, yeah. And it's all thanks to Harry. So I have that poster right there, which my roommate got me. She's great. Her name is Haley. She's awesome. Um, we got a little shoe rack, some of my shoes and stuff. I'm getting really, <laughs> I'm literally just talking about my room. Oh my God. Wow. But whatever. This is what they asked me to do. It's fine. It's all good. Cool. Um, my desk, it's a little messy right now. My room in general is a little messy right now. Um, got to get that fixed, but oh well. On it, just a bunch of miscellaneous items. Look, another lightsaber. I've had that one for years. It's Luke's slash Anakin's. It's not Ray's. I want y'all to know it is not hers. Um, sorry. Uh, it's not even really Luke's. It's not Luke's lightsaber either. It's Anakin's. It is Anakin's lightsaber that has been used by a lot of people throughout the years, but whatever. Um, oh, we have a little bucket for Avengers Endgame I got at the premiere of that movie. It has all the surviving avengers and thanos on there um i keep miscellaneous items in there um also on this same wall getting closer to where i'm sitting on my bed now it's a tapestry that i got a few years ago it's awesome it has the gardens of the galaxy um that's how they look in volume two super super cool um love that over here, there's a fan, my AC window, great. Now it's circling around to where I am, sitting on the bed, but right behind me on this wall, we have two posters, one of Frank Ocean and one of Childish Gambino. Now that I think about it, I actually answered this question, this is probably my two favorite albums just of all time blonde by frank and because the internet by Todd gambino 
So the top one is Frank Blonde. Um, it's black and white, except for the logo of Blonde, the word Blonde. <laughs> um, and then the Because the Internet poster is really, really cool because so Donald Glover, Gambino, wrote um, an accompanying screenplay for the album. He made a world. I could, I could talk about this forever. I recommend anybody check out the Dissect Podcast's uh, series on on this album. It's on Spotify. It's awesome. God, it's incredible. But so it's framed as if it were a movie. So it's not like a poster for like the album itself. It's a movie. It looks like it's a. So we have Donald Rick Ross in the background who plays his father in the script. Um, Janae Aiko and Ch- not and uh, Chance the Rapper are on here because they're also in the script as playing these characters. There's a reference to his other uh, album Camp because that's how the uh, the screenplay starts. And that's how the two albums connect. The narratives are great. It's awesome. Highly recommend anybody um, listen to that and check that out. Um, over here, we have another window. I'm looking out. The sky is nice and blue. It's clearing up, thank the Lord. Um, looks like a nice day now. My, uh, my nightstand, I have a few mugs. You know, people who bring cups of water. So I, uh, I'm guilty of that, too. Um, we have a little baby group thing. Uh, an LED lamp shaped like the Death Star. Biggest nerd ever. That's me. Um, an essential oil diffuser. Underneath the little section where I keep a lot of my books. Um, books on whatever, theater, Marvel. Um, a lot of scripts. Um, there's also some comic books in there, I think. And just, you know. Uh, over here to the left on this wall, there's another tapestry that I got a few years ago. It is, if anybody's seen Stranger Things, it's the alphabet that Joyce wrote to communicate with Will um, in the Upside Down. And it has the little lights and stuff. I think it's really cool. I had it um, at an old apartment. I don't put it up for Halloween. But you know what? Once I got my own room where I had enough space to have so much stuff on the walls and decorate as much as I wanted to. I was like, I'm going to have both tapestries up on either wall. And I think it looks really cool. <sighs> okay, we have a stool. Here's my water bottle. Um, I see on the on the floor over there, near its case is my ukulele. My ukulele named Eliza. I named her that um, after the, uh, the character in Hamilton. Great loop around because now we're reaching the playbills on um, the other side of my interests. Um, we have four playbills hung up for four shows I've seen. Probably I've seen so many more. Excuse, excuse me, there aren't four. There's eight. Two rows. Each one has four of them. Um, I've seen many. I have so many playbills, but these are the ones I wanted to hang up because these um, were all significant experiences for me. We got... Sunday in the Park with George, um, the 2017 production, which I saw that starred Jake Gyllenhaal and Annalie Ashford. And it was one of the most beautiful, immaculate experiences I've ever had in a theater. Um, definitely my favorite Sondheim show. And I love Sondheim, but this is the top, I think, at least for me. Um, Annalie Ashford also went to Marymount, and I got to meet her she signed my playbill it was really cool i didn't get to talk to jake Dylan hall but i was super close to jake Dylan hall because he came out signed a couple of playbills and then he had to leave folks were being really really uh kind of aggressive with him and i was like no wonder they don't i i wouldn't feel comfortable if i was him either like this is y'all are yelling at this man and he's just trying to sign some stuff and go home but whatever i mean people are people are nuts but Beautiful show. Beautiful show. Beautiful experience. Right next to that, we have Hamilton. My signed Hamilton playable from the night I saw it the very first time. Um, God, I mean, that obviously changed my life. That's the reason I decided to move to New York almost five years ago at this point. That's crazy. Um, but it changed my life. It showed me exactly what I could do in theater and what the possibilities were. 
signed by the full cast. It was it was great. Um, next to that, signed SpongeBob SquarePants post not post playbill. That show is the show, the Broadway show I've seen the most times. I saw that show five times, and like I said before, SpongeBob SquarePants was so important to me growing up, and that Broadway show is some of the most fun I've ever had in a in a in a, in a Broadway theater. It was great. Um, deserved better. I love it. Um, such a great time seeing it every time, honestly. I mean, the first time I saw it in previews, I was like, eh, but then I saw it again every other time and it was incredible. Um, right next to that, we have Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812. That was a really, really cool show. Um, the only show I've ever rushed, the only show I've ever rushed in the sense that like, in the, in the real sense of rushing, like I've walked up to theaters and like, hey, can I get rush tickets? And it's happened. But in this instance, I actually went to the theater with my friend, with one of my best friends, Thomas, Thomas Klinsky, shout out to Thomas. Um, and we went and we sat there from like 3 a.m. to like 10 when they opened the box. I think it was 10 when they were like opening the box office. Um, and it was awful. I'm never doing that again. I don't care how bad they want to see a show. I'm never doing that again. It was terrible. But the show was worth it. I thought the show was insanely good. Um, the cast was great. Music, brilliant. Um, and we sat on stage. Um, one of the seats, that was a very, very cool design for the uh, for the set of that show. Um, where some of the audience seats were actually on stage. And we sat, the two of us sat at a table and it was, it was ridiculous. It was insane. Under that second row, uh, the first one up is Be More Chill. Another signed playbill. That show, I saw the week it was closing actually on Broadway, but another one of my best friends, Gabe, Gabe Shiner, shout out to Gabe, um, worked on that show when it was off Broadway. And then he would always talk to me about it and I would hear people talk about it. And I listened to a lot of the music, got into the story. I thought it was cool, it was fun. And then seeing it, oh my God, excuse the background noise. There's a lot of, there's something going on outside. Let them have fun, I guess. I hope it doesn't interfere too much with this. But, um, I know a cliche song because the most well-known song from the show, Michael in the Bathroom. But that character, Michael, is someone I could see myself playing. It's a nerdy guy. Looks like me. George Zalazar, great performer. Again, seeing people that look like me, I just for context, I know you can only hear my voice, but I am a Latino man. I'm brown-skinned, and it's, you know, sometimes... This is, this is, this is a topic that I think we should talk about. Um, obviously, casting and stuff in theater... It, you know, it's just a very whitewashed thing. So whenever I see someone that looks like me, someone that looks different, playing a role that's not the, like, stereotypical, like, oh, Latino brown person is, like, a drug dealer or a gangster. No, it's just someone that, or even, you know, he doesn't even, he doesn't, the character isn't even necessarily Latino. He was just a kid. He's just a regular kid, and he's a nerd. And I was like, that's, yeah, that's awesome. Um... Not only that, but the song is great. Um, George Salazar gave a great performance. I actually saved Jordan. I met him super, super nice. He was on vocal rest, but he was very gracious and he listened to me talk about the fact that, hey, listen, I love this show. Um, my friend worked on it. And I'm sure you know him. It was great. Great experience. Um, next to that is a playbill for Oh, Hello. Oh, hello on Broadway. Sorry, Nick Kroll and John Mulaney both hilarious comedians um two people whose work i enjoy very very much seeing that live with my buddy crosby shout out crosby rosa the man trap scallion um was great i had been a fan of mulaney's for a while i'd seen a lot of his stand-up didn't know too much about nick kroll but i was like hey two comedians on broadway doing yeah let's let's watch it and it was great awesome 
Um, I've watched the filmed version on Netflix so many times. I don't know how many. Um, there's a point in time where I could say it word for word. Um, love that show. Love it. Um, because of that, I actually got into Big Mouth, the show that Nick Kroll created later. Sarge Mulaney and a bunch of other really funny people. Great show. Um, next to that, um, we have Playable for Kinky Boots. Kinky Boots is a show that I love a lot. I've seen many, many times with my father. He loves it as well. Um, but what's cool about this Playbill is in this one is when I went to go see it when Brendan Urie of Panic at the Disco was playing Charlie Price, the, the lead character. Um, and that was awesome because I'm a big Panic fan. And I saw that was happening and I was like, I, I have to go see this. And Brendan's voice with this music just works so well. He sounds so good in like anything he does. Um, yeah, and it was cool to see that. I staged Jord again, didn't really get to talk or meet him much because a lot of his fans showed up and it was crazy. He actually stopped stage Jord because things got way too wild and he felt unsafe, which is again, the way that people are with celebrities is just ridiculous. I mean, yeah, but whatever. That's a positive thing. But yeah, it was awesome. Uh, yeah. So I love having that. And then right next to it is uh, a show, a Playbill. My show I saw, I was, it was that same summer, summer of 2017. I saw Brendan and Kinky Boots, and then I saw Hamlet at the public theater with Oscar Isaac as Hamlet. And Oscar Isaac is one of my favorite actors. Um, again, seeing someone that looks like me doing this stuff, it just means so much to me. And he gave such a brilliant performance. I met him after the show, shook his hand. He was so nice, so friendly, so cool. Um, he was just, you know, walking on back to, uh, to his apartment after he finished the show such a regular cool guy um but yeah oh another hamilton thing there um on that same wall there's a couple pictures of me and my friends yeah and that's that's pretty much my room um like i said it's a it's a bit of a mess right now i need to get that in order because I've been kind of stressed lately, and I'm sure this has contributed to it. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on right now, but having an organized space, I think, will definitely help me feel better, help me feel a little less uh, chaotic. Oh, God, what is going on outside? I'm sure this is going to be on the recording. I'm sure y'all can hear this. I don't know how how this will affect the uh the quality of everything but wow i mean i don't know um but yeah that's basically my room um and that kind of tells you i think a lot about me which is what i love about my room my room is a reflection of me so well um i'm very very passionate about the things that i like um things that I love, honestly, I think it fuels so much of who I am and the energy that I put out. Um, like I can't go a day without Marvel content, without Star Wars content, without music. Like it just, that, those are the things that make me happier than really anything. Um, well, that's not true. Not necessarily. I mean, people, friends family love and all that but that that's well that's different things things are different from people these are the things that make me happy and that's beautiful and cool too and that's it, it makes me who i am and i and i love that i love that about myself and you know what let me just come in here and plug something that i think everybody should uh do i recently started therapy because i believe in uh mental health care being just as important as physical uh medical well-being um and i'm someone who struggled a lot with things like depression and anxiety and a lot of like self-deprecation and self kind of hatred and i'm at a point in my life now where i really have turned away from that and i'm very much like 
on the path of like loving myself and being like, hey, I'm a pretty, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pretty cool person. Like I, I kind of I I kind of really I I fuck with me. You know what I mean? Like I, and that's taken a lot of growth and a lot to get here. Um, and I'm really proud of that. That's a journey that I think everybody should get to. It's an uphill battle. You know what I mean? Like it's okay not to be okay, but like at the end of the day, like you gotta love yourself. You gotta love yourself so that you can just exist like how if you want to put love into the world which is like what i want to do because i think that's the you know basic thing of being a human being is to just share as much goodness and light and positivity and love with the world as you can um but that begins with you that starts from from right here i'm pointing into into my chest into my heart i know y'all can't see me um but that's where it all begins and you need to take care of that and build that foundation of love for yourself so that you can do that for other people and for other things that'll lead into the rest of your life that's definitely something i've learned over the last few years of my life um i'm currently 23 i know i'm very young and there's a lot more i need to learn and to grow and understand but i feel like i'm I feel like I'm where I need to be as far as that right now. And that's actually probably the first time I've said that out loud, which is kind of cool. It's kind of really cool. Um, I'm definitely this, I, I have, you know, aspirations and, and hopes and ambitions and I want to grow and expand and reach so much further beyond what is the now. But I think the now is where I need to be now, if that makes sense. We're getting kind of, philosophical and whatnot if it's not it's not even philosophical what am i saying oh i was i was asked to do this by my my best friend diego um and i'm doing this for you man you're kind of really but this this is making me unravel in ways that i didn't even i don't i don't know i don't know man but this is cool i'm having a good time currently um but yeah, going back to my interests and like this stuff like that, especially as a child, I was kind of bullied a lot because of these things I was into. I was called nerdy and like stupid and lame. And that really like fucked with my self-esteem. And for a long time, I was like, I can't be myself because people aren't going to like me. And like, I have to pretend like I'm not into these things. I'm not a nerd because I have to, I have to be cool. I have to like fit into like what the standards of like high school clicks. I'm like, fuck that, man. Like be yourself, literally just be yourself. And then you'll find that joy. You know what I mean? And then people will come to you because I think when people are authentic, that's when other people want to get to know you. Nobody wants to get to know someone who who's fake. You know what I mean? Like, just be real be real because at the end of the day like it only ends up harming you and others if if all you do is put on this front and like just do what you think you need to be versus who you are i don't know i mean there's obviously lots of room to grow and to like learn and expand but like just, yeah be yourself <laughs> I'm sounding like someone who's trying to motivate. I'm just a guy chilling here. I am by no means any kind of life coach or anything like that. So don't, please don't think of me as someone who's like, you have to do this. No, I'm just sharing what I've learned and what works for me and what, how I view the world, which I don't even know if, <laughs> oh, I'm, I feel like I'm rambling at this point. Oh man. Oh, what can we talk about? What can we talk about in the remaining time that we have to do this? So I'm looking at my laptop here. Um, oh, I can talk about the stuff on here because look, all these stickers. I have a Batman sticker, Deadpool. Pool. Okay. Can anybody hear me? Okay, we're back. We're hello, hello. Sorry. Yeah, that we had a bit of a technical issue there. Um, it stopped. I hope it doesn't disqualify me for anything. I didn't go read or talk to anybody. Or do anything else. I literally was just fixing the uh, the stream of audio. 
Hope it doesn't mess anything up. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm allowed to. I'm, I've already been talking about lots of brands and stuff. Like that, so I'm just going to talk about this. Y'all been watching WandaVision? I've been watching this show since it started streaming on Disney Plus, And the finale is next week. And like no spoilers to anybody who hasn't watched or anything. But like, oh my god. This show is incredible. This show is just, wow, man. Like, I can't even, I, I was expecting it to be cool. I wasn't expecting it to be this damn good. Like, it is a, it is a wonderful show. Um, wonderful performances from everybody in the cast. Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany, Catherine Hahn, Tiona Paris. Um, oh, man. Oh, why am I blanking on her name? Kat Dennings. Sorry, excuse me. You're great in this show. Randall Park. Awesome. Everybody's great. Evan Peters is a spoiler. I don't. Sorry. Oops. Um, multiverse. I don't know who's to say. Um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. The finale is next week. That's going to... Oh, man. That's going to be insane. Excuse me. Um, it's, good. it's good to have it because I... I'm really glad we're going to be getting content. I, I like... You know, the good thing about this is that some people are mad because they're like, oh, I want to binge a show. It's like, yeah, I've binged and it's fun, but like... You get done so quickly, and then you're kind of just like, damn, what now? At least with this, it's like week by week, and it feels like like it, like it did when we were kids. You know what I mean? Like, oh, new episode dropping this week, like super, super excited. Like, I like that. I kind of do enjoy that a lot. I mean, it's frustrating having to wait a week to find out what happens next, but like keeps you on your toes. It makes you, you know, like, oh, my God, that's how the Mandalorian was. It's another great show. Oh my god, I love The Mandalorian. Shout out Pedro Pascal just for being the coolest dude. So awesome. Someone else that I want to be like, oh god. Oh, well, love that show. Love that show. Um, Mando, M- Mando, Mando and Grogu just being the best. Um, Marvel's going to keep coming out with more shows. I mean, after this is done, we have a week of nothing, but then we'll, it'll start. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, that'll be awesome. It looks really cool. After that, uh, The Bad Batch, another Star Wars animated show based on the clone troopers, the clone wars. Um, and then we're getting Loki, and then eventually the What If show, and then just more. And then Spider-Man no way home this this december this christmas listen at this point if we don't see andrew garfield and toby Maguire, like what's the point like y'all have been built doc ock alpha molina's in it uh jamie fox electro you're gonna tell me that you're not gonna have the spider-man from those movies come in and be like stop stop like don't i tom holland says no they're not cap bro like i don't believe you that sounds like a lot of cap to me um (laughs) oh man that's funny gosh i don't even know just this is this is a stream of consciousness talk you'd think i'd be good at this i don't know man I feel like I'm just talking about a lot of the same stuff, but hey, if that's what if that's what y'all want, if that's what y'all want. All right, you know what? Let's let's talk about something I've been thinking about lately. This might get a little bit controversial. I don't want to offend anybody's um, beliefs or religions, but let's talk about God or just the, the concept of like theology and and that. So I was raised Catholic. And I still do consider myself a Catholic. But I have a kind of a different view of how, like, my faith works. 
So the way I see it, and again, please, this is my own take, my own personal take, and no way am I saying that I am right. I don't pretend to be right. I am very often wrong about so many things. I'm just sharing my point of view and how I see things. So again, the way I see it, there's no religion on earth that could possibly be 100% correct. Because we as humans are so flawed, just so inherently flawed in so many ways that there's no way, there's no way that anybody has it 100% right. You know what I mean? Like, God, the concept of God, or whatever you want to call it, I choose to call it God, but you can call it fate, the universe, the force, if you will. Um, If you subscribe to the Star Wars terminology, which I know some people do, I, I kind of do myself sometimes, um, but whatever you want to call it, a higher power, you know, that is so much bigger and grander than we could possibly understand. Like there's no way our human minds can comprehend just the vastness and the just all what God is. You know what I mean? Like there's no way we can't possibly comprehend it. So we interpret it in a way that makes sense to us, but it's not, that's not necessarily like true or accurate. So I just think religions are all interpreting kind of the same thing. Like we're all kind of believing in the same God. Like as long as you're like a good, decent person and you, you're like, yeah, that's just kind of, I think what it's all about. I think you need to put your faith in something. Well, you know, again, I'm not telling people you need to do anything, but this is what, this is how I believe I function best as a human is like, I see this religion that I was raised on, and it means a lot to me because um, of my family history with it, and like it's given, it's brought me a lot of peace and comfort. And you know, I pray the Christian prayers, the Roman Catholic stuff, and even within Christianity, there's so many different factions of it. Like, no, how are we going to tell how who who are you to tell someone from a different culture that they're wrong? about how they interpret God. You know what I mean? Like, who are you? Who are you? Like, you're not, no, nobody is 100% correct about any of this. Let, like, Hinduism, Buddhism, Judaism, Islam, excuse me, I didn't, sorry, blanked on the, the term for a second. Christianity, we are all children of the same God, right? Didn't, according, if God really made us in his image, then aren't we all kind of a, a part of that? Aren't we all connected in that sense? And aren't we all kind of free to live like that? Like, I think if it's true that God is in all of us, then aren't we all kind of just an extension of God? Isn't that just God reinterpreting himself and reimagining and looking at things through different perspectives and like all that, because that's what life is about. It's not all about one single thing and not one single perspective. Like it's, everything is so much grander than that. And I think the minute we recognize that is the minute that we can like really just accept ourselves and accept others and that's when like the violence and the conflict can stop i don't know we're getting i feel like i'm getting preachy again i by no means pretend like i have the answer this is just how i see things but i don't know man that makes sense to me and it's something that like i've come to understand as just like a young adult i mean and even there yeah religions are flawed the reason i don't subscribe 100 to like the the ways of like catholicism and all that because i've seen the damage that that's done throughout the world i mean so much of like 
the, the homophobia, transphobia, all this violence against people just because they're different. Um, yeah, that's not what I think the God that we believe in and pray in would, would be okay with. Like, that's not, that's, you know, mongering on hate and all that. And it, it's not about that. Like, I think, like I was talking about before, it's all, love is the energy source we should be coming at things from. Did that sentence make sense? I feel like it was a really weird sentence. Whatever. You you know what I'm trying to say. Um, that's the the catalyst, the main reason we shouldn't be doing anything. I mean, I don't know. Let me go ahead and just, so I can lean back. I wonder if y'all can hear me from here. Okay, cool. It's picking up my sound. Great. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, these are such big, how did we go from like my room to this? Wow. Um, I've really been sitting here just talking to myself for like almost an hour now. Hey, I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. I mean, as an actor, I kind of have to do stuff like this regardless. I mean, what am I even saying? What, what, I don't know. Uh, but I think having this kind of understanding of myself is good for that, I guess, because I like to analyze myself and my thought processes and constantly critique and improve upon. And that's kind of what I do with like a character that I'm portraying because you have to treat them all as real people if you're going to like inhabit their story for a given amount of time. If you're going to authentically tell a story, you have to like take all these circumstances and all these things as like fact. I mean, you, you're going to be living in that truth for the next part of the time you're performing. So that's like, that's kind of how I see quote unquote getting into character. Um, and I think doing that has helped me be more empathetic with other people. It's get I definitely always try to understand other people whenever I talk to them. Whenever I'm meeting someone new or whatever, even if it's someone I've known for a long time, if it's a really close friend of mine, I think even more so then. Because I understand where they're coming from and I want to, you know, be the kind of person that they can relate to that they can feel comfortable and like safe around. So like, it's like, I don't know. What am I even saying right now? I feel like I'm branching off into so many different tangents, but oh man, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I like, I like these kind of deep things though. I like these conversations that make, that make me think, that make me do that. I like, analyzing myself, analyzing characters. I like telling stories and like going beyond surface level. You know what I mean? I like the depth of things like that. That's why I'm a big fan of albums like Blonde or because of the internet, because they have such a such an interesting deep narrative that like you revisit and you find something new and like you see details and layers that you didn't even notice before and like the more you grow and like learn and adapt to the world around you the different kind of perspective you can get and then you can go back and revisit something that you've seen a million times but look at it from a different angle a different point of view and i think that's that's beautiful. That's, I think, what being a human is about, man. Am I talking like I'm stoned right now? I promise I'm 100% sober, but like, wow, that's crazy. I'm going to drink some water, if y'all don't mind. Am I allowed to drink water? I'm going to drink water. Drinking water from a Batman mug. One of two that I have. So that's really cool. Again, 
Man, I'm proud of it. I own it, baby. It's cool, I love And I love it. I love it. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. Statistically, it is so much more fun to be a nerd than not to be a nerd. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't know. I really wouldn't know. Because I've never not been. I've always been like this. And it's just... It's a really fun way of living. Gives me a lot to enjoy. I don't know. Um, huh. Oh, man. Yeah, I gotta get ready to go hit the gym, go work out, and then after that, I'm gonna be coming back home making myself some shrimp scampi tonight. Really excited about that. I love cooking. I really, really love cooking. Um, I've really gotten into it over the last few years, um, living on my own. Cause I mean, my mom is such a good cook. She makes the best food. And then when I moved out for college, my freshman year, I lived off a lot of frozen foods and like meal, not meal plan stuff, but like, like stuff that was on campus. Like I would eat at like whatever spots they had. Um, and then eventually when I started, so that was in Orlando. I came up to New York after my sophomore year onward. I've been living in New York and finally getting my own apartments and my own spaces. I'm like, yeah, like I should learn how to cook and do that for myself. And the more I've done that, the more I've learned how much I enjoy it and how cool it can be to just create something delicious. It's, oh God, I love it so much. Shout out. But shout out to my mother, um, Nubia Delgado, um, for inspiring me to want to make good food and teaching me the basics. And then shout out to my man's Andrew Ray of Binging with Badish, one of my favorite YouTube channels. I watch your videos all the time, man. You've taught me so much and continue to do so. Um, it's such a great experience to like get so passionate about cooking and just creating and crafting things. Um, but yeah, man, I think we're getting close to the end of this. Um, it's kind of crazy how this is. I, I, it it kind of has flown by. That's weird. Anyway, I guess the whole point of me is that like, I don't know if you can tell, but I've, I feel like everything I've talked about, I've felt kind of strongly on. And I think that's, that's a really cool thing. I'm a Leo, in case anybody wanted to know. Um, and we're very passionate. I myself often find myself getting kind of overwhelmed. Sometimes it's a bit much. Sometimes I feel way too much. Why am I hearing Marvel music playing? What's happening? When did... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, sorry. Maybe it goes against the rules. Act, I don't know how. Somewhere accidentally, my computer started playing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 in the background. And I started hearing the fanfare of like the opening Marvel Studios logo. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, a, what a way. What a way to end this, to cap this off. Of course that would happen to me. I don't even know how that happened. I didn't press... I haven't left where I'm recording this garage band since I started. I don't know how that happened. That's so funny though. But again, that's a movie I love. You see, I love being this. I love being who I am. I love being passionate. I love having all these things and interests and like things to talk about. It makes me who I am. I enjoy it. This is gonna be really cool. I'm gonna talk about this in therapy tomorrow. This has been a really cool experience. I hope if anybody listens to this, um, there it is, there's a timer. So I'm just gonna stop that. I will be signing off because I do have to go get ready and leave, but this has actually been a lot cooler than I thought it would be. Um, I thought I would be going crazy doing this, and maybe I kind of did, but whatever. This has been awesome. Um, Diego, I hope this uh, serves you in however way you need it for whatever you're doing with it. Um, all right, this is Victor signing off. Thank you very much. <laughs>